Welcome, 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 ladies and gentlemen. We are once again live down here in their Bear Cave studios for another episode of the Sports Frenzy Podcast, UFC MMA edition. Uh, with me, your host, Freddy Eloso, and my co-host, Juf the Encyclopedia. Hey, what's up, Freddy? Gentlemen, well, gentlemen, it's time. <laughs> it is time. So, let's jump right into it. UFC 229, Connor versus Khabib. What do you think of the card? I thought the card was actually pretty good. Um, definitely some good fights. I didn't sit there thinking, oh my God, end already. Um, it, if anything, there was just times that I thought, holy crap, this guy or this gal's taking a beating enough already. <laughs> so, especially especially with Showtime. Uh I mean, that, that co-main event was re- unbelievable. Definitely deserved fight of the night. Uh, but when Ferguson was on his back and bleeding, I f- first, or I thought he was bleeding. I thought he maybe Pettis hit him so hard he broke his freaking jaw or something. And then all of a sudden I realized, wait a second, that's not him bleeding. Yeah. I thought it was a good card. I thought, um, you know, the, Guffs, uh, the Ferguson and Pettis was – Really good. It was back and forth until Pettis broke his hand. I thought Pettis had the upper hand in that one until, I don't know if he shattered his hand or, or what he did to it. But um, And then Ferguson just kind of came in and dominated, gave a WWE promo in the post-fight press conference. I don't know if you got to see that, but that was a little crazy. And then we had Connor and Khabib. Great fight. The post-fight was bananas, to say the (laughs) least. Um, You had Khabib win, fair and square, subbed out Connor. Then you had Khabib jump over the cage to attack Dylan Dennis. And then Khabib's corner guys jump into the cage and attack Connor. What are your thoughts on that? Well, the one part, and you didn't mention it, so I'm not sure if you saw it. There's actually footage that after Khabib left the cage to get in Dylan's, uh, Dylan, Dylan, what was Dennis. his name? Yeah. Once he got, while that was going on, Connor actually got up on the top of the octagon. Yes, he did. And he took a swing at somebody from Khabib's team. So I'm wondering if the two guys that came into the cage and including the one that sucker punched Connor from behind, if that was in retaliation for Connor taking a swing, we haven't, the details are still sketchy. The investigation is still ongoing. Uh, Connor, of course, got his money. Uh, Meanwhile, Khabib has not been given his. Uh, There's talk that uh, there's talk about people getting cut. Uh, Khabib has actually come out earlier today. We are recording on Thursday. Khabib has basically said, if you're going to cut my teammate, you could cut me too. Uh, and you that. could throw my contract out the window. So, uh, meanwhile, Connor has refused to press charges on the on the guys that did attack him. Um, the thing that I found interesting, uh, and I saw it on Twitter. I heard it in my own house uh, from uh, my wife and a friend who were both watching. They were actually, the one thing with this card, 
my wife and uh, my friend's wife were actually captively watching, and they usually make jokes about the ground game, like they're humping each other and stuff, you know, just having some fun because they're not really into it. It actually felt like that they were watching it more intently this time, uh, which was interesting. But if you're someone that didn't know the backstory, uh, you had no idea why Khabib did what he did and and what a jerk and he's an asshole and Connor was so right in this and blah, 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 blah. And then I have uh, the thing that's driving me nuts is Connor started this bullshit back in April. I don't care whatever happened to Khabib and Artem in a hotel hallway. If Connor had a problem with it, yeah, oh, fine. Show up, get in Khabib's face. You do it man to man. Instead, he goes and attacks a bus back in Brooklyn. Ruined my night uh, because there were two fight cards, two fights on my card. I was interested in that got canceled. And I and I think people are forget. Uh, some people are forgetting that, or they don't know that that happened. So Connor's been running his mouth for my for quite some time now. This is the first opponent that he ran his mouth about that actually beat him. Um, he wasn't running his mouth about Nate Diaz when Nate Diaz beat him. So, do I say eye for an eye? Not necessarily. I'm not saying what Khabib did was right. I think there's still details that's still to come out about this whole thing. Uh, I know Khabib felt like uh, Dennis was talking about his family, his religion. I know Connor talks smack about Khabib's dad. Um, it's a total mess. It did turn into a WWE-type storyline in a lot of respects, and I think people need to realize that both sides were at fault here. I don't think they should be rewarded with a rematch. I don't necessarily think Khabib should get should get stripped either. Um, a suspension maybe, um, but definitely not. I, I hope they don't strip him of the title. I'm hoping the suspension's just long enough that it won't truly affect him. Um, because Not because I'm a Khabib fan. I'm, I found him to be boring up for most of his fights. Uh, he's only started to really interest me recently. But... And it's not just the lightweight. It's not the lightweight division specifically. The UFC champions from almost every weight class. A lot of the weight classes, you have interim champions left and right. You got guys getting stripped for either failing drug tests or being injured too long, and Dana can't can't keep his pants on and give him a chance to heal. I mean, it's gotten the UFC's become such a freaking circus. And I know I've said this before. Um, it's about show with them, and I get running a business why they do that. I, but. If you're trying to say you're the top MMA organization, the best fighters come here, then you got to run it as a sport to an extent, and that's not happening here. Um, there's talk that if could be suspension is long enough, the, uh, this, then this is the title will get stripped from him. And one of the rumors I heard was then we'll see Tony Ferguson face Connor for the belt. I don't think Connor should be rewarded necessarily either. The fact of the matter is Connor. Lost the belt to, or never lost the belt. Fine, but he held that division up for really up two almost years. two years. Yeah, uh, he held he held the 145 division up for a bit. Uh, I mean, thankfully the UFC stripped him of that pretty quickly. But I don't think he should be rewarded because he did play in part in this as well. If you're going to punish yeah. one guy, you got to punish the other. You got to do both. Now with this, we had. Now I'm not going to say. Connor was was right for what he did. I'm not going to say Khabib was right for what he did. But Khabib attacking Dennis, okay, that's cage side. That's um, him going at a corner guy. Somewhat understandable. Make Kind of makes sense. Not a huge deal. 
But Khabib's guys jumping in, I feel like that's where it went over the line. In my opinion, I think that, yes, Khabib going into the crowd, not a great look for him. Biggest fight of his career, biggest moment in UFC history, and you shit all over it by doing that. He could have played it cool. Dana White said himself that he wasn't going to put the belt on him, so I thought that was a little messed up, but at the same time kind of understandable because he didn't want all the stuff get thrown at the ring, which makes sense for safety reasons. But you can't you can't just have guys jumping into the ring just because they feel like it. Like this is strike force, um, you know, the scrap pack versus Mayhem Miller all over again when he came in the cage and they beat the crap out of him. It's very reminiscent to that. So, um, although you know. Connor played his part in it. Khabib played his part. It also is the fight game. So nothing's really off limits in the trash talk department, in my opinion. You got to be prepared for what's going to come after. If you're going to talk all that smack, yeah, be ready to catch an ass whooping or, you know, get hands put on you by, you know, whatever it may be within the confines of the contract and the rules and regulations of the um, governing bodies that are um, controlling the fight. I just think Khabib could have handled it a little bit better. I do like his his stance on him with his guys, but I feel like that's going to cost him either his contract or whatever it may be. So I, I did see not too long ago that they're both suspended indefinitely and the um, exact amount of time of how long they're going to be suspended will be released on October 24th. So yeah, we'll and, see what happens there. Yeah, I know there's there's been talk about the NSAC having hearings about this, and I had read at one point, I read initially the suspension was for 10 days, but I know there's been some updates since then. Um, that's another, that, but you, you brought up a point that actually I'm glad you said. Uh, Dana White. Yeah, the guy's a promoter. But when he sat there, or stood there in the cage and told Khabib, I'm not, sorry, I'm not putting the belt on you right now. I don't know how these people are going to react. They're going to be throwing shit, blah, 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 blah. For a guy that talks all the smack he does, and how he's, he doesn't fear anyone, and blah, 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 boy, did he pussy out. Yeah, big time. I lost some respect for him for that. I thought that that was bullshit. I don't agree with that. And if anything, I think he lost credibility the way he handled that. Because since when does he give a shit about what other people think? Now all of a sudden he cares? It's true. Now? I, I get the safety reasons for it. But on the biggest night of your company's history, you can't go and be like, well, just because the people are going to get upset or they possibly may throw stuff at you. I'm not going to put this belt on you. I think that created some of, some of the um, buildup in animosity and all that stuff that maybe pushed Khabib over the edge. Like, he already knew, fuck it, you're not going to put the belt on me anyways until I get to the back? All right, cool. I'm going to go at this guy. And it just escalated from there. Now, do you think Khabib's guys should be cut to set an example for guys in the future who may think about getting into the cage. 
this is a tough scenario, and we're going to see how much power Khabib has now as the lightweight champion and being in what they advertise as the biggest fight of all time. Um, across the board, I thought Connor got off easy back in April. So mm. how you could punish Khabib, that's, that's a tough sell for me because you're talking about Connor throwing a dolly through a bus window, uh, injuring two people in the process. And let's be honest, all he got was a slap on the wrist, and the UFC did absolutely nothing. So I don't see them necessarily suspending Khabib, uh, and I know that wasn't the question. Um, As far as Khabib's teammates, definitely a suspension. Uh, Make it harsh. I'm okay with that. Uh, Because, yeah, jumping into the cage and sucker punching someone, I don't care what the fighters did. That That is a different level. I mean, because... For another thing, they weren't directly involved in that fight. They weren't in the cage. And if somebody, if a fan, if you and I were there and we did that, we're getting taken away in cuffs. Yeah. Uh, Which they did, probably, by the way. They were they were putting cuffs and led to the back. And, but and Connor, Connor dropped the charges, not so nothing charges came of it. Yeah. Um, I think a suspension, if you want to do a one year, I'm not against that. I know that's kind of harsh. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd even go as far as saying Khabib thing. What Khabib did was crappy, but there's been no, there's been nothing said that there's been no proof given. Nobody said that Khabib actually punched anybody. It right. seemed like if anything, it got into a sh- bit of a shoving and a shout and shouting. Mm-hmm. So three months, six months suspension tops. Fine. I'm okay with that. Um, and but you, you tell Khabib, okay, your suspension ends. Let's say it's October now. Let's say six months comes out to mid-April if the suspension, let's say, started today, mm-hmm. or they're going to go retroactive to the fight because that's what they always seem to do. Yeah. Ramadan is every summerish, correct? And right. Khabib, Khabib's never fought in the summer. Yeah, he doesn't fight during the holidays. So here's your six-month suspension. You have to defend this belt. By Memorial Day weekend, so you there's a six week window. We'll schedule the fight for when your suspension's up. If you don't fight at that point, then we're going to strip you. That I think is the closest thing to fair they could do here. Um, I'm I get frustrated when they strip champions for injury or weight cut issues when we see challengers do this all the time and nothing. You know, it ends up being a slap on the wrist, like the whole Nico Montana. The situation for the 125 pound yeah. women's belt. She misses weight once, and they've stripped her of it. Um, I get that it's their job, um, but the, when the challengers don't seem to get any repercussions for it, I, I, the weight cutting thing's still a big issue. Um, yeah. they, that still hasn't been straightened out. I, I think if you're a champion, you're injured, uh, you refuse to fight, you you got a year. Yeah. I mean, God knows we've got guys like Josie Aldo in the past. Um, we had Connor with the lightweight that have gone well over a year between title defenses. I think you have to be signed for a title defense within a year. Um, if there's an injury after that year, uh, when that fight comes up, it sucks. But, yeah, you can't keep holding the division up necessarily. I mean, I look, I, I met Dominic Cruz before he really became big, right when the merge of WEC and UFC happened. One of the nicest guys I ever met. I felt bad for him that day. I was sitting in Newark waiting to hopefully meet Chuck Liddell. I didn't get the chance to do that. But uh, meeting Stefan Bonner and poor Dominic Cruz was at a table. Nobody was even coming up to him. Really, uh, it's come a long way since then. Nice guy. 
they kept they really did not strip him of that title for I think it was like well least, over a year. Oh yeah, at least a year and a half. Yeah, I, th- I, th- I think we had Hennen Burrell that was interim champion for like a year and a half before they finally did something about uh, made it official. Um, I don't necessarily agree with that as much as I like Dominic Cruz. They got to they got to come up with some guidelines, guidelines yeah. with the champions and how often they have to defend. I know it's a wrestling thing, and wrestling used to joke it was every thirty days, which we know is bullshit now, um, and that's fine. Um, but th- there should be some rules in place how often a champion has to defend. Um, if they're not injured, maybe it has to be every six months. If they're injured, you give them up to a year. Um, th- these rankings that the UFC put in, which the media vote on, if the, you got to enforce those rankings. If you're not enforcing those rankings and you're just going to give title shots to whoever, what's the point of it? I mean, look, Brock and Cormier was supposed to happen. Uh, we'll see if that happens now, and I know we're going to talk about that. Yeah. But Brock Brock hasn't won a fight in eight years. Should he? I And it was a draw thing, and I get it. I'm totally intrigued by that fight. I'd like to see Brock versus Cormier. But in, with the ranking system, should Brock have been getting a title sh- shot? Absolutely not. Should John Jones coming off suspension be getting a shot? Absolutely not, in my mind. And they're um, both getting it. <laughs> yeah, I, I know. I'm... I'm, I'm bringing up stuff that I'm sure we're going to talk about. Even Conor McGregor. Conor McGregor, it's been two years. Why couldn't he have fought Tony Ferguson first and the winner of that go on to face Khabib? Khabib? And I get yeah. I get part of the problem was the lightweight division. They weren't. They didn't really have too many options on who they could give that title shot to. They've scheduled Ferguson and Khabib five times previously. The fight's never gone off. And I'm sorry, the last time Ferguson got injured because he was doing media for the UFC. So when they stripped him of the interim, I thought that was complete bullshit. Yeah, that was crazy. He got in, he got injured promoting your freaking fight, doing appearances that you scheduled that yeah. told that was total bullshit. They, they got, they got to come up with some guidelines and they got to stick with them. I mean, I, I'm talking, I'm talking to hardcore MMA and UFC fans that are turning away from the UFC because they feel like it's become a complete joke. Yeah, There's something majorly a, wrong here, and they've got to fix it. Yeah, I completely agree with you. I think Khabib's guys should get suspended, if not cut. Um, you got to set an example there. I think that's – Dana White's not wrong in that. He's stuck with his, you know, saying if a guy's never going to fight in UFC again, you never see him. Look at uh, Paul Simtex Daily. After his whole thing with Koscheck after that fight where he sucker punched him after and Dana White said he's never fighting here again. He cut him and we've never seen him again. But um, I agree with you with the – there has to be steadfast rules. You can't just, for this guy, keep it, well, you know, he draws a lot, so we'll let him hold on to the title till he decides to come back. Or, you know, because this guy doesn't draw as much as Connor, then, well, then, you know, two weeks and we're going to strip you. There has to be steadfast rules. You got to pull something together. There has to be some type of committee or some type of governing body to unify that rule and make it uh, uniform all the way across MMA, all promotions or whatever it may be. Um, but since we did mention some of the stuff, we've got three big fights coming up. We got DC versus the Black Beast, Derek Lewis for November, November 3rd for the heavyweight title. You've got uh, Shoshenko and Joanna Jancheczek back on for December 8th in Toronto. And then you also have 
December 31st, you've got Gustafson and Jones 2 for the lightweight title. Let me get your quick thoughts on those. All right. Uh, first off, uh, they must be throwing a ton of money at Cormier and Lewis. Lewis just got out of the cage. Uh, his balls was hot. His balls was way hot. His balls was hot, and he wasn't ready for a title shot. He said it himself. Yeah. He was already back up to, I think, 300 pounds is what I heard. Uh, he said he wasn't ready for a title shot. He knew that. I mean, let's be honest. He got destroyed in that fight and managed to get a good, well-placed shot right at the end. I mean... In the last, what, 10 seconds? Yeah, I, th- I think yeah, I think officially it was at 11 seconds or something like that. Yeah. Uh, crazy. Great for him. And he's won fights that way before. <laughs> But recognized he wasn't ready. <clears throat> the UFC, first off, they really screwed up with this MSG card because they were scheduling title fights for cards after that before the MSG was set. MSG is supposed to be the the mecca. The it's supposed to be the holy great... grail. <clears throat> yeah. yeah, go ahead. It's supposed to be the holy grail. It's supposed to be right. that fight card that you want to build to the max. And you don't necessarily, and this is one of the other things I have an issue with, you don't need to have a title fight on every single pay-per-view to main event. We've had five-round main events, and ever since the Fertitta sold the company, all of a sudden, every fight card has to have a title fight. And if if one of the champions can't defend, well, that's all right, we'll do an interim because the (laughs) the champion's not ready to defend. So there's been tons of interim champions thrown out there, too. I... Why Diaz and Poirier couldn't necessarily have been a five-round main event, I don't know. I t- kind of get that Poirier's not been proven as a draw as big oh, as Nate Diaz is. So. That's off now. Poirier's out. Right. Poirier's out. I'm just saying when it was oh, initially yeah, yeah, yeah. announced. Sorry, I wasn't sure if, oh. you, if you saw that update. No, I, I did. Uh, some, my coworker, a uh, friend of mine at work, he actually thought it might have been a secret USADA violation. But I said, I haven't heard that. And he went and looked, and he's like, I must have dreamt that. But anyway... So there was that. Um, you had Soraya Eubanks that was supposed to fight Valentina uh, that had been moved to the main event at MSG, which, yeah, complete joke. That so, Look, I got nothing against Soraya necessarily getting a title shot because she was supposed to get one uh, when the initial tournament happened and Nico Montana was was supposed to face her. It ended up being Roxanne Mataferi because Eubanks couldn't make great. So I didn't have necessarily a problem with Eubanks getting a title shot, but that's not a pay-per-view draw. It should have been for a Fox card or... Maybe the first ESPN plus something. Yeah, something uh, like that. I mean, they did that stuff before. Demetrius Johnson versus Dominic Cruz, I think, back in the day was on what's now NBC Sports. It used to be versus. Uh, so they, they've had title fight. They've done. Ben, Benson Henderson wasn't a draw, so they threw a couple of title fights on Fox. And actually, I think one was Nate Diaz, which I found hilarious because I was like, Fox is going to have a heart attack when he flips somebody off. And sure <laughs> enough, he did. Luckily, they had the sensors ready for that one. Yeah. Um, so Eubanks is back on that UFC 230 card because she flips shit, cursing up a storm, tweeting Dana, which I thought was kind of risky. Um, that you know you want to talk smack about the boss uh, in the UFC world. Yeah, I get it. You're independent contractors, whatever. But she took it to a different level that I was starting to wonder if they were going to cut her ass. Um, she's she's now fighting Roxanne Modafferi on that card. So all right, she at least she's still getting a fight. Fine. Uh, the happy warrior lives again. I. But Eubanks has a record of three and two. Mataferi, I think, is twenty-two and fourteen. And I like Mataferi, I really do. But she's she's never gonna be a champion in my eyes. Yeah, she just I agree. 
she's lacking uh, that killer instinct, that next level to, that uh, you need to be to be a champion. But Eubanks is back on. I get why she was pissed off, because she was told she had a title fight at MSG, and then it was taken away from her. And apparently, same thing happened with Joanna. The challenger, the, Joanna wasn't informed of the change until she heard it online or through the media or through a second source or third source. Same thing happened with Eubanks. So I don't know why the UFC doesn't co- call these fighters affected first thing and say, look, we're changing it. Here's what we're going to do. Exactly. Now give me, give, me, give me the shouting. Give me the yelling. Give me the bitch session that you're going to have uh, because you have a right to be. We told you one thing and we're going in a different direction. Um, and I think that's where the UFC needs to try to respect their fighters. I think that's why we're seeing some of the biggest names that they've had the last few years when it comes to free agent contract time, they're jumping shit for Bellator, a lot of them. Um, Now, as far as Jones Gustafson, too, uh, first off, Cormier never said he wouldn't defend that light heavyweight belt. The fact is, the UFC put Brock Lesnar cage side in Vegas, hoping, I don't care what they say, they weren't planning it, yeah, bullshit. They were hoping that there would be a confrontation after that fight, they got it. So they took the risk, yeah, maybe they thought Stipe was going to be the one, but they took a risk. You had Cormier in there, Cormier versus Lesnar, Cormier's going to get paid big for that, so of course Cormier's going to wait to get that fight out of the way. He never said he wouldn't defend the light heavyweight title. He never said that, so the fact that they stripped him as quickly as they did, uh, I get it, in this case, he's def- fighting Lewis now, and he's probably going to face Brock after that if he could get by Lewis. I mean, there are people saying that Cormier should destroy him. In theory, that might be accurate, but uh, the Beast has caught people before, um, yeah. so it wouldn't surprise me if it happens again. But that being said, let's he gets past Lewis. If he does, he's going to fight Brock. All right, he said he had two fights left. At this point, I understand why they might be doing a light heavyweight title fight with Jones and Gustafson, so I get it. Um I would have nice. I would have liked to for them to at least wait till mid December and say, "Cormier, look, you fighting Brock? Let's say January, February. If you could guarantee us by Memorial Day, you're going to defend the light heavyweight. We'll keep it on you. Otherwise, we're making that Jones Gustafson fight. And I get it for marketing. They want to do it now. So all right, fine, done. Yeah. Jones. All right, and Jones fails his last test. And they're saying it was a tainted supplement. He didn't know he had it. All right, fine, but. So maybe he should have got. He might be the exception where this time, yeah, all right, he should, he should get a title shot because he beat Cormier. Uh, what he was popped for didn't have an effect on the fight, in my opinion. Um, unless, uh, uh, well, I don't think it was a sex t- uh, sex drug this time, but anyway. Um, or coke. I, I, or coke. So I get it. I get it. Why they might be giving him a title shot here, um, and that might be the exception. Um, the one twenty-five pound division's been going on for a year, and Joanna gets to move up and wait after getting her ass handed to her by Rose Nam and Eunice. Not once, but twice. Oh, okay. We're going to move you up to one twenty-five and give you a title shot because she's a draw. Let's be honest. That's why this fight's happening. Yeah. I. And that's. This goes into the whole ranking system. What's the point? But the, the same thing with uh, Shevchenko. Didn't she lose to – who did she lose to last? She, New, did she yeah, lose Nunes. to Nunez? Yeah. She so did. then – so because she can't beat Nunez, let's throw them together. You know what I mean? Yeah, but uh, I'm confirming this now. At least, at least Valentina did have a fight since then. 
She That's did true. have a fight she earlier this year. She did have a year. fight since then. Joanna last lost to Rose the, for the second time. Yeah. Right. So it was Priscilla Koshera. Um, she beat her in the second round. I, I I remember that. I remember watching that and thinking, "Holy shit! She doesn't. This girl doesn't have a hope in hell." But at least she went and fought in one twenty-five pound first. She didn't come off a loss and get an immediate title shot. And the only time I think you should be coming off a loss and getting a title shot is if you looked that good. In the fight where you just got caught, it happens, I get it. Or if you were a long-reigning defending champion. I mean, I, Stipe Miocic, I get, wasn't a big draw for them. But he set the heavyweight title defense record. And you did. They haven't even blinked an eye or considered him for, for a title shot. And now, he's, he came he's out chiming and said in on that, Twitter. Yeah, he's going hard yeah. right now. Yeah, I mean, he said that Cormier was offered the fight uh, against him instead. And... Cormier turned it down. Um, if if that's the case, uh, you know, shame, shame, shame uh, on Cormier, I guess. But Cormier knows his big money fight is Brock. Until he get faces Brock, he's not gonna. He he, he was not gonna face Stipe again. Um, he's gonna only take winnable fights. It's kind of like when Bisping yeah. won if the you, belt. If you're gonna and go wanted... on short notice like that, you got to take some easy. From what I heard, DC said. He would only take the Lewis fight because it was uh, something he could prepare for easier on short notice than having to fight Stipe on short notice like that. Yeah, absolutely. This Derek Lewis-Cormier fight is solely to save that card because I've I've been checking. There are hundreds and thousands of tickets still available. Uh, Every time they run an MSG, they overprice themselves. I guarantee the week of... There's a good, good chance I'm going to be texting you saying, hey, they got buy one, get one free, or buy one, get one half off. What do you it's think? Like we're in there. Yeah, that's the only way you're going to get me there. Um, and I like Cormier. I would love to see him fight again. And I'd like to see – and even though I sat through the stinker at Vegas with Derek Lewis, I wouldn't have a problem seeing that fight again. But Steve – and Cormier, I think, basically said – you know, uh, don't be so thirsty or whatever it was. But Cormier never said he wouldn't fight Stipe again. He basically said, on short notice, an opponent like you, I'm not going to do that. I mean, the other thing, Lewis is just coming off a fight camp. He was just fought. So Cormier hasn't been in a fight camp. Now he's got a two, three-week fight camp to put together. Derek Lewis just got out of the cage, went three full rounds in the heavyweight division. So, uh while I would never be on even playing field, I kind of get what Cormier is saying. I don't necessarily agree with it if you're a finding champion, but so be it. Cormier, I don't think, would have a problem fighting Stipe again. But Derek Lewis, let's be honest, is a bigger draw. Yeah. Brock, Brock Lesnar is a bigger draw. Those, those are my opinions. I don't think Stipe was ever that big a draw. Those are your two money fights. And he said that he was his initial plan, two fights, then he's retiring. So he he's got have to, get him to make his money. Put him next to Joe Rogan cage side. Let him commentate. I think he's really good at it. And, you know, he's a good personality on, on UFC on Fox. Let him handle his business there. Get these two fights. He doesn't have to fight Jones again. What's, what's going to be the difference from the first two? Are you going to go the whole thing and then realize Jones is dirty at the end again? So there's no upside to that. The bigger money's in these two fights, and let them run it, and right off into the sunset, DC, and then yeah, I, have Stipe 
Francis Ngannou or Stipe Derek Lewis for the vacant UFC heavyweight title, and let's call it a day. That's yeah, what that I could, think. Um, th- th- there's four fights that I Cormier, if he's a, a bigger competitor, as he said, prove that you could beat Stipe. Get your money fight with Brock. Get your money fight with Derek Lewis, and then tell Jones, you want you want to shut me up? Fine, I will give you one last fight because I haven't beaten you in the cage. Come up to heavyweight, which I know Jones has basically said he's not going to do. So if he puts it put it in his terms, Jones wants to fight you again. Jones wants to talk all this shade. Fine, come up to heavyweight and fight me. If not, I'm done. What I, I could see is possibly if DC leaves, he retires. You have a vacant title. He beat Lewis. He beat Brock. You got Jones down at light heavyweight. I could see Stipe Jones for the vacant title. You heard it here her first Sports Frenzy podcast. I heard Jones has toyed with the idea of moving up to heavyweight. I don't know if he'll actually do it, but it's a possibility. It's been talked about when he was dominating light heavyweight. I think now he has something to prove. And honestly, all this talk about him going up to heavyweight, I don't think he's got the right frame to become a heavyweight. I just don't see it. Um, maybe he'll bulk up, but I just uh, – with some of the – like a Brock Lesnar or a Mark Hunt or even a Stipe. I mean, Stipe is not exactly a jacked guy, but Stipe would tower over him. And it would be a challenge. I, I definitely see that. I just – I don't see him being able to bulk up enough that – he would be a serious threat in that division. Um, yeah. Jones proved me wrong. Yeah, he's proved a lot of us wrong. I know I, I've been against him a couple times and I've lost. So, But um, that's our episode, ladies and gentlemen. Unless the encyclopedia, you got anything else for us? Um, anything else you want to bring up? Yeah, uh, one last thing. I, I met Bruce Buffer. I love the guy, but... Man, did he look like he was going to shit in his pants when he had to announce the winner of that fight on Saturday. Oh, yeah, he did. (laughs) He did not look ready for it. No. uh, And it was a, you know, overall great night uh, going back to that. Um, I mean, uh, Michelle Waterson, hats off to her. I did meet her in July. I was torn on that fight because I'm a Felice Herring fan as well. Um, But good for Michelle. Uh, Ovin St. Pru, uh, you, you had the right pick. You said Dominic Reyes, so yeah. that's off to you there. Yeah, it, it was it was a good fight. Um, it's just too bad that that because of it because of issues that happened after the fact. Uh, instead of remembering the great performance Khabib had, most people are going to look at the fact that he just he lost he it. lost his mind. Yeah, that's the sucky part. The biggest moment of his career, and he lost it because he he just let the emotions take over him. I'm wondering where they could do that rematch where it won't be a problem because I don't think you could do it in Vegas. The fans get too hyped up there. You're definitely not doing it in Ireland. You and can't do it I, in New York. Hmm? You can't do it in New York. You can't do it at MSG. You could do it in them. In my opinion, you could do it in MSG before you could do it in Vegas, but you, you, probably not. Uh, and you definitely are not doing it in Russia. So no. what's your new? So maybe they got to go neutral and run it in Tokyo. Tokyo, Mexico. Uh, <laughs> Throw it yeah, down in Brazil. Yeah. 
Yeah, I guess my yeah Mexico. I guess is the other location. So I think yeah Mexico, Tokyo, and I'm not I, I can't believe I'm about to say this, but the only other place that you might be able to get away with it, and only because neither one of them have really fought in that country, <laughs> Brazil. Yeah. Although, Sao Paulo. Who knows? Yeah. But that's our episode, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you guys for listening. Find us on all social media platforms. Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, The Sports Frenzy Podcast, The Sports Frenzy Pod on Twitter, Jufra316 on Instagram for the encyclopedia. Follow us, listen to us, let us know what you guys think. Tell us if you think we're wrong on this. Tell us if you agree. We'd love to hear the feedback. So thank you guys, and we will catch you next time. Peace. Feed the frenzy.